0: Pledging to Phi Gamma Delta Lambda new chapter is about more than just joining a fraternity. It's tradition, camaraderie, community, integrity, knowledge. Fiji is not for college days alone. It's a lifelong brotherhood of courageous leaders who serve the world with vision, purpose, and the best that is within them. Pledge Fiji. More Phi Gamma, less self. See more at fiji.org. That's f i j i.org.
1: Oh my god it's here it's here it's here quick hide yourselves get somewhere warm dear god are you squealing with glee? shut up don't you know what time it is don't make a goddamn sound you fool you beautiful perfect fool oh well we're in it now you and i best to just hide and wait aye for it be the very witchingest hour of all the eleventh hour Oh, right. Uh, Sorry. That's all coming up right here on Radio Drama Revival. Now, for God's sake, hide! Hey, folks. Welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the podcast that showcases the diversity and vitality of modern audio fiction. I'm your host, David Reinstrom, and horror October is over. I hope you've all had a wonderful Halloween month. We have brought you something wonderful as we move towards the closing of the year. You see, every year, to honor World Audio Drama Day on October 30th, groups of audio dramatists get together and do last-minute sprints of production to make original horror audio one-offs. You can check them all out at 11thHourAudio.com. That's the numerals 11THHourAudio.com. But for today, we're going to showcase two. There were some incredible performances, fabulous writing, and stellar production throughout, so please be certain to listen to all of this year's entries. You can also subscribe to the 11th Hour podcast feed to hear this year's show, as well as the entries from previous years. Now, we're going to begin with a piece that our very own Matt Boudreau produced for writer and director Faith McQuinn, the creator of Boom. McQuinn knows what she's doing, and she knows exactly how to push your buttons, if you remember Boom. And in this one... To the moon and back, two cousins with a family secret head to spend some time at a farmhouse when they run afoul of a human trafficking ring. Listener discretion is advised for this one, which you're about to hear contains violence and human enslavement, but I guarantee it's worth your time. Let's take a listen to the moon and back.
0: 11th Hour Audio Productions presents To the Moon and Back by Faith McQuinn Starring Marquita Richardson Tiana Scott Drew Prophet, Jeremy Hennessy and Kristen Martin Directed by Faith McQuinn
2: Was a life, thanks. Ugh, I can't believe you have your head stuck in your phone when all of this is around you. All of what? There's nothing out here. Exactly. Just trees and rolling hills and. Are those emus? Yeah, that's weird. We would have never seen emus if we'd stayed on the interstate. Now, aren't you happy we got out of that traffic? Now, find me a gas station. First of all, that was not traffic two years in LA have taught me about real traffic. Second of all, back roads are only peaceful as long as you stay in the car. So I will find you a gas station off the interstate or at least a main highway. Oh dear
3: lord, here we go.
2: Two brown skin girls stopping at one of these little podent gas stations? No thank you. Just tell me where the closest gas station is. We're almost on empty and I'm thirsty. (sighs) Fine. There's one two miles up and to the right. Thank you. Can't we talk instead of you playing whatever you're playing? We can talk when we get there. Please, May. What do you want to talk about? You haven't been out here with me in a few years. I didn't even know if you would say yes. What? Of course I would. I mean, you seemed different when you got back. I didn't know if maybe you felt the same about joining me. I mean, going with me. I can't believe you've been going alone. I asked my mom once, but I think she'd rather not be there. It reminds her of dad. Yeah, but isn't it hard being there by yourself? The farm isn't small. Well, no. That's kind of the point, to get away from everything. It's not so bad. I end up sleeping more, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, sorry about that. I brought books this time, so I won't chat your ear off. Oh, this is our turn. Oh, oh, it's adorable. It looks like something out of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But but they have fried pies. Google says there's a truck stop just five miles away. A truck stop will not have fried pies. We're stopping. I'm telling you, we shouldn't stop here. Not everyone is racist. Of course not everyone. Look, the pumps take credit cards. It can't be all that bad. Still looks sketchy. You just spent a year in like the sketchiest city on the planet. I think you'll be fine. Fine. I have to run to the bathroom anyway. What do you want to drink? Uh, can you grab me a soda? Peach, if they have it. And get two pies. Oh my god, still? What? Peach soda is the best soda. Should I buy a case so you can have some for this weekend? Oh my god, would you? (laughs) And you're serious, aren't you? Oh, you know I am.
0: (laughs) Jeffrey, I told you to have it by today.
4: I'm... I I just... uh, uh, may,
2: May I help you? Uh, I wanted to get some fried pies.
0: I haven't seen you before.
2: You just passing through?
4: Yeah. The pies? You have them? Sure. Sure. We've got apple and peach.
0: Like peaches? Peach are the best.
4: Uh, I'll take two of each.
0: Oh, girl, you got an appetite on you.
4: Where's your bathroom? It's in the back. You'll need a key. Thanks.
0: Oh, she's feisty.
4: No. Alan, please don't. I'll make sure you to... should have paid me on
0: time, Jeffrey.
4: Come on,
2: May. Want to get back on the road? What are you doing in there?
4: Shit. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, are are you May's sister? Of course you are. There's no one else here. Um, she needs you. She's my cousin. Not that it matters. W- what happened? Is she okay? Uh, I'm not really sure. She won't. She won't come out of the bathroom.
2: Where where did she go? Look!
4: Help! 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 Let let go! Don't fight it! It's useless. Ah! I'm I'm sorry.
5: Ah. May? May! She put up quite a fight. Alan had to give her something. She's been out for a few minutes.
2: Who are you? What's going on? Where are they taking
5: us? This can't happen. Help! Someone help! Shut up! Do you want to end up like her? I really need to get us out. I'm sorry, but you need to be quiet. What's your name? Amari? Well that's different. It's Hebrew. You're, you're Jewish? Yeah, we come in all shades. I didn't mean anything by that. I'm Ruth.
2: Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God.
5: What? It's from the book of Ruth. Oh. Look, I have
2: to get us out of here. Have you tried?
5: Sorry. That's not gonna happen.
2: We have to try something. We're stopping.
5: Maybe someone help us! Help! I'm sorry, but I said you had to be quiet. With them. I was told to keep you under control and I will do what I need to do to make sure that happens. I won't kill you. I know what would happen to me if I did not quite living up to your namesake so much. I don't want to, but I will hurt you if I have to. Am I going to have to? No. Good, and no more Bible lessons. There's no God here. Put her on the bed over there. She needs a doctor. She'll be fine. Pick a cot.
2: Why are there so many? We're not the first, are we?
5: Far from it, by the way. You're the only ones right now. Get some sleep. We have a lot of work to do tomorrow.
2: May, please wake up. Please, please. Ray, what? What's going on? Where are we? Oh, May, you're awake. Oh gosh, are you okay? Uh, my head do you remember what happened uh, i went to the bathroom when i came out the creep by the front counter he grabbed me i don't know what happened after that oh my god what day is it it's it's okay it's only been a few hours what are we going to do we have to get out of here i know i just don't know how uh. The door is solid, and there are no windows. I even checked the bathroom too. You can't just bust it down or something? (laughs) I I can't do that. Sorry, I I didn't. It's There's no way out. We'll have to wait until they open the door again, and then maybe we. (laughs) This is all my fault. I can't believe I got us into this, I'm, I'm so sorry. What are you talking about, you didn't do this? You told me to stay on the interstate. You told me to go to the truck stop and because my stupid self wanted fried pies. just you didn't put us here. That creep in the store put us here. I need you to be strong because you're always strong, okay? We put our heads together, we'll get out of here. And then we can get to the farm, talk all night, and then you'll run tomorrow. We'll be fine, we'll be safe. I love you. To
4: the you back.
5: Rise and shine, ladies. Oh, good, May was it? You're okay. That bruise doesn't look too noticeable. Stay away from me, I won't hurt you. Get up, you too, Amari, we have a busy day. You won't, but will he? Bart is security. And that's not an answer. What are you gonna to do to us? To you, nothing. You both need a shower, some fresh clothes, and I'm sure you're hungry. So, showers first. These gentlemen are going to stay right here and watch the door while I take you both into the bathroom. Ladies, please follow me. No. You said you wouldn't hurt us. And I won't. Bart is here to keep everyone in line. Everyone. He won't touch her again as long as both of you cooperate. Do we have a deal? Ladies, do we have a deal? Yes. Brilliant. Now, follow me please. Eat up. It's not poisoned, see?
2: I'm not hungry.
5: <sighs> oh, well, it seems Amari here is. Wow, oh, honey, you should slow down. Maybe chew a little? Would you like some more? Yes. Okay. May, you need to eat. You won't get to until late tonight. Alan doesn't let the girls eat until the guests have left. Yes? Eat. Amari, I'll get you more. Bart. Keep an eye on them.
2: Are you alright? I'll be fine. As long as I eat. Eat mine too. No. No, you need something too.
5: Who are these guests? What are you going to do with us? We didn't do anything to you. I know you didn't, May. You were just in the right place at the wrong time. Alan is uh Businessman, and Jeff didn't come through. Alan expects his money, and I'm sure you two will more than make up for Jeff's mistake. You're gonna sell us? I'm not doing anything. Please stop asking questions and finish eating. We have to get the right outfit for tonight. We'll have a few hours before we return. The dinner party will be in the backyard. There'll need plenty of guards, so don't think about trying anything. Be dressed and ready. I think I can make three
2: hours. God, what if you can't? I have to. I can't be in here. I can't hurt you. I won't. If I'm out there when I change, then you can get away. What? No. You You just need to turn me. No. Why not? First of all, it wouldn't matter. You don't change instantly. It takes some time. Second of all, I'm not gonna put that burden on you. It's not a burden, you're fine. And Uncle Abel- We were born into it, May. Biting or scratching isn't the same. It's not, it's not easy. I won't. But if you do it now, I can help you. No, you have to get away as soon as I change. I don't have full control on the first night, so please, you have to run. How can I just leave you? You just have to. If you stay, they might hurt you, even more than they already have. Another good reason. No, okay, I won't. That Bart guy, he had a gun. So if I run, he might, but he can't kill you. So if I'm turned, we'll both be safe. (sighs) That's not how it works, May. No special bullets needed. I'm a little harder to kill, but you just have to run. I don't think I can. I can't let anything happen to you. You have to, May. Please, promise me you'll run as fast as you can. Find help and come back for me, please. All right. I'll run.
5: It's time, let's go. (sighs) Reese, you okay? What's wrong with you? Just cramps. I'm fine. Is it your time of the month? (sighs) Something like that. Bart. Get her some Tylenol or something. You have to be at your best in front of Alan and his guests. No, I'll be fine. It's fine. Okay, stay here, I'll be back for you.
0: Now that we've had a nice dinner, I wanna thank you gentlemen for coming on such short notice. But, I do have a treat for you. Ruthie, if you would.
5: Girls? Are you ready?
2: No. Give me your hand. We'll be okay, plier. (laughs) I love you. To the moon and back.
5: Girls, now please.
0: I know that some of you lean towards the... ...exotic. (laughs) And these two young ladies will definitely fit your bill. Please, ladies, take a walk around. Nice. Are we allowed to touch? Of course. Remember, this is just a showcase right now. Don't go too far. You are lovely. They're both just perfection. You, lift your dress for me. No! That's not part of tonight. You'll have to pay. Ah! Uh, uh, Amari! Ruth, what's wrong with her?
5: I... I don't know. Uh. I, uh, she... she was fine before. Fix
0: it! Uh. Happening? it's close. Remember, as soon as I... Alan, what's happening? promised pristine merchandise. What's wrong with her? M- my apologies. I am not- <laughs> Ruth, get her inside. Of course. I'm sorry, Alan.
5: Amari, come with me. No! What's happening to you? Amari! You may let go. It's happening. Get ready.
2: <laughs> what
6: <in> the hell? <laughs> Sick What's going on? <laughs>
0: I'll
1: be back for you!
5: I didn't hurt you. I fed you and I took care of you. Please. May, can you... Wait. Where's May? Oh, my God. Please be okay. Oh, my
2: God. Oh, my God.
5: Bart, hurry up.
4: Here.
5: Oh, shit. I don't want to do this, but I will not die here. <laughs>
6: I have to get back to her. I have to.
4: Hey. Hey. Help. Oh my God, it's you. Get away from me. Get away. I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Leave me alone. Help. Help. Shh. There's no one out here to help you anyway. I won't hurt you, I swear. Go to hell.
6: Oh. Oh. oh.
4: Oh shit, Here, let me get you up. Oh my God, you're bleeding. They hurt you, didn't they? <sighs> Alan promised me they wouldn't hurt you. Oh, so because the douchebag who kidnapped women and sells them said he wouldn't hurt us? You didn't do anything? Oh, you're just so damn noble. You don't know what kind of person Alan is. Uh, he would have hurt me, uh, hurt my family. He took, he took my daughter once when I couldn't pay. Uh, what was I supposed to do? You're bleeding pretty bad. I need to get you in the car. I'm fine. It's just a scratch. That's more than a scratch. Jeez, did an animal get you? Not exactly. Can you walk? i got to get you some help.
2: I'm not going anywhere with you. I'll be...
4: What the... Let me out! No. You, you've you lost a lot of blood. I have to get you help. I can't have you die on me. Why are you locking the doors? What are you doing? You just said you'd help me! I, I am. They have a doctor at the house. He'll help you. You bastard! I told you he'd hurt my family. I don't have a choice. How's that scratch? Oh, it's fine. It's perfectly fine.
0: To the Moon and Back is a collaboration between Observer Pictures, Oral Stage Studios, and Broken Bard Studios. Directed by Faith McQuinn. Production managers are Monique and Matthew Boudreau. Dialogue, recording, and editing by Austin Beach. Music by Amy Balcom. Sound design by Joshua Sui. To the Moon and Back also features the voices of Austin Beach, Matthew Boudreaux, Mark Reese, and David Steele.
1: That was To the Moon and Back by Faith McQuinn, a collaboration between Observer Pictures, Oral Stage Studios, and Broken Bard Studios. Oh man, oh man. Fabulous work, friends. And now, let yourself be whisked away to the forests of Bavaria by the soothing voice of Sarah Ray Werner in a piece written by Kessie Relinky and directed by Sarah Golding with creature features from Beth Crane and Ellie Maitland. Yes, meine Lieblinge, joined two monster hunters on their journey into the Bayerische Wald and engaged in some fantasy TV casting with me. While Sarah and Heather would do a fabulous job in the TV adaptation as Wilda and Riley, I choose to imagine them as being portrayed by Julia and Amanda from Spirits, a very fine podcast that you should listen to. And I'm not just saying that because they're my friends. I'm saying that because I've been on that podcast. I'm vain. Sit back, get cozy and enjoy the spooky charms of Wolpertinger's. 11th Hour Audio Production presents Wolpertinger's
3: all been over for me, right there. I breathed deeply. It hurt, but I greeted the pain eagerly as air flooded into my lungs like a storm, like a gale. Gale. I couldn't give up yet. Over here? I tried to get up, tried to answer Riley's call, but I I couldn't. A jolting pain struck through my right leg and hip. I closed my eyes for what seemed but a moment, hoping the pain would cease, hoping that Riley would find me, hoping that the next time I opened my eyes again, she would be there. know how much time I lost. When I opened my eyes again, it was neither Riley nor Ingrid looking at me, but the wide-eyed gaze of a silver rabbit. No, not a rabbit. It only resembled a rabbit. Its head was crowned with the small golden antlers of a young deer, just like a jackalope until i noticed the pair of brown wings flexing on its back and the proud plumage of a rooster's tail feathers trailing behind it for a brief moment the beauty of this fascinating creature made me forget the pain in my leg (laughs) riley and i had seen many strange things we rode kelpies together in scotland tracked down a manananggal in the Philippines and hunted chupacabra in Russia. But the description of these creatures, it sounded like the common crap hunters and taxidermists would tell gullible tourists to sell their stuffed animals that they sewed together out of the different body parts of animals. Riley and I didn't think they were genuine, you know, just another local folk tale. And yet here I lay, in the middle of the Bavarian forest, face to face with one of them. Ingrid's HQ told us that there had been sightings all over Bavaria and Austria, some even in Poland and the Czech Republic. In the German-speaking countries, they had many names. Obadrischel, Kreischel, and Eierling Volmilksau are just some of them. But the name they're most famously known as the world over was Wulbertinger. Despite the creature seeming to be composed of parts that did not belong together, it 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 radiated a strange beauty. But its most striking feature was not the strange collection of animal parts it seemed to be made of, but rather the large eyes it watched me with. They seemed to be larger than a rabbit's eyes should be.
6: We be
3: there soon. Hearing the voices of Riley and Ingrid, the creature lifted its head and looked at me with its large, olive-green eyes. Green, like Gale's eyes. <laughs> what an unusual color. Not a color I have ever seen in an animal.
6: He um, will hurt.
3: What? He will be all right now. And with that? It opened its jaw wide, revealing a pair of yellow fangs the size of my pinky, just before it lunged at me.
7: Wilda! Wilda! Riley! Wilda! Are you alright? Riley! Oh, good. You're conscious. Are you hurt? Anything Um, broken? My leg, I think. Let me see. Uh, Hi, Wilda. I want you to tell me where you hurt. All right? Everywhere. Shit! This is bad. Well, there's no blood. That's good, right? Not that. You shouldn't have shot that (laughs) thing. If I'd been any closer, I would have kicked it out of the way. Nick, can we please Uh, focus on? Yes. Yes. All right. Wilda,
8: can you handle her? What does it look like I'm doing? All right. All right. I'll call HQ. We need a rescue helicopter. Just do it. Yes. Does this hurt? Out with the hunters! Looks like this one's broken. You don't say! Please come in. Scheiße. I can't get a signal. Stop cursing and help me. Verdummed. I think we need to set the leg before we carry her off. Carry her
7: off? No, we can't move her. I can't get hold of HQ. No signal. Shouldn't those radio units be mm. more reliable? Should be. Yes.
8: I don't know what's wrong. What what Our safest bet is to carry her down a ways and see if we can get a <laughs> better <laughs> Do you know
7: how to set rates? <clears>
8: Two, three
7: <laughs> Ah, shit She's awake
8: Well, it's that now Try to get those painkillers into her How many? Two for now More later if she needs it
7: Two Gotcha
8: Wilda Hey, Wilda What?
7: We set your leg, okay? But you need to take some painkillers anyway Can you do that? Um,
3: I can try
7: Come on Do it for Gail, okay?
3: G- Gail would spit these right back in your face
7: <laughs> Yup But you won't You'll take them, all right? Mm Mm-hmm. Here, I'll pour you some water.
8: Mm. You're doing fine. Mm. What about the hunt? We can hardly hunt in the way you are.
7: We have to get you to the hospital first. Shit. Do you remember how or why you fell?
3: I thought I heard a voice down the slope a ways, and uh, I wanted to take a look. A voice? Uh, I'm not exactly sure it was a voice. Um, a howl, maybe? Are there wolves in this area?
7: No. This is a hiking trail, not a zoo. But you said you had to close it down because
3: of incidents.
8: Yes, wolves by those Volpertingers.
3: They're it are... was hard to stay focused. My focus kept shifting back to the shot volpertinger laying just a few paces away. Poor thing. Its limbs lay scattered on the ground beside me. Was a simple handgun supposed to do this? In the damp, moonlit night air, I saw a steam rising from them. They were still warm. Still twitching. Um,
8: Riley? Hmm? That rabbit? Shit. What's happening? This is what makes these vulpitingers so dangerous. The parts that... They're reassembling. Yes, they have a regenerative ability. Where's my gun? Don't waste your bullets. This thing is going to continue doing that no matter how often you shoot it. But how else are we... Is this the reason for the machetes? Exactly. But these small vulpies are harmless. Vulpies? Harmless? That one was lunging for Wilda. If we hadn't arrived in time, it would've... It's on the tip of her nose? Oh, come on, be serious. That's a rabbit. You've never watched the Holy Grail, have you? (laughs) Of course I have. But rabbits can hardly open their jaws wide enough to bite a whole finger off. They can still do a lot of damage with those claws. That aside, a vulpe's diet consists primarily of roots and Prussian soft skulls. As they <laughs> I argued, what I watched the
3: creature mm. reassemble itself. As far as it could, anyway. It seems that Riley's bullet destroyed half of the creature's skull and its regeneration wasn't perfect. It sat back on its haunches, peacefully and without malice as if nothing had happened. It turned its half-barren skull toward me and watched me curiously through its one remaining green eye with a hypnotizing stare.
6: You are all right. I am all right. Everything is all
8: right. Wilda? She's losing consciousness again. Wilda?
3: When I came to again, we were on the move.
8: Mm-hmm.
3: My senses were numbed. Everything around me passed by in a haze.
8: The left trail. I-,
3: I vaguely perceived Ingrid carrying me.
7: You know this trail much better than
3: me. Why am I the one going ahead?
8: Because you're better trained with weapons. I'm just a tour guide.
3: The sound around me was muffled, due to the painkiller or the blanket they had wrapped me in. I don't know. Riley was walking ahead, I think, though while I tried, I couldn't bring my gaze to lift from the green-eyed vulpertinger trailing beside us. I closed my eyes again, just for a moment. When I opened them again, more vulpertingers had joined us, each one a patchwork of different animals. There was a ferret with a fish's tail and a fox with duck's feet There was a small fawn with the spines of a hedgehog running along its slender neck. Some of them had body parts at various stages of decay. Others only had bones for limbs, overgrown with moss. Riley took no action against them, as they apparently took none against us.
8: I really don't feel safe with all these critters around. As I said, they're harmless, as long as they stay
7: docile anyway. And how do I tell... When they're about to turn not docile? There's no telling. Why did we end up here, out of all people? Your HQ
8: should have hired a couple of real hunters for this. According to an old superstition, bullpies can only be found by beautiful young women at a full moon night such as this. (laughs) Then you certainly picked the wrong women for the job. (laughs) Well... I think Wilder at least fits oh. the criteria. Aren't you supposed to say something nice about me, too? Well, that would be a blatant lie.
7: And a waste of both of our times. German efficiency. All right. Well, this is probably why Wilder was the first to be sought out by those things. In all
8: seriousness, though, uh, HQ called you because we heard of your successes at finding and taking care of supernatural <sighs> beings. But we were called in to take care of their mother, right? Correct. Or at least assess her once we find her. See if you're capable of taking her on. If we come out of it alive. She's become rather slow and sluggish in recent years. Even carrying Wilda, we should be able to outrun her should we come across her.
7: If she's so slow, then you could have taken care of her yourselves. I think I need to take a break how much further back to
8: civilization at this pace possibly 3 hours
7: 3 <sighs> we have to get wilda to a hospital as quickly as possible
8: i know but i can't keep this up for 3 hours oh
7: okay
8: fine <sighs> just a short one <sighs> <clears throat> oh, oh, <sighs> thanks that's <sighs> that's all i need shit These things are making me nervous. Just ignore them. They won't harm you. I know. But
7: tell me more about this mother creature. If she's so slow, couldn't you have taken care of her yourselves?
8: We tried, but she seems to avoid us when we go out to look for her specifically.
7: Wilda and I don't usually seek these creatures to, uh, to slay them, you know? Unless they're a threat. The mother certainly is. Maybe. But we don't seek out these creatures with the intent to kill them, if we don't have to. That's not who we are. Some of these creatures might very well be the last, or even the only, of their kind.
8: All the more reason not to harm these ones, don't you think? These are different. These can just reassemble
7: themselves.
8: Can I ask you something? Hmm? Why do you offer this kind of service in the first place? Why offer to seek out creatures of folklore? If not to capture them, or even free those plagued by these beings of them.
7: We just want to find them. See if they exist. If there's anything to their folklore.
8: And you seem to be particularly successful in what you do.
7: Wilda has this magnetic effect on them. We don't know why, but ever since we were children, they've haunted her. Even as we grew older, she never lost the thrall she has on some of them. Most of them were peaceful, some were not. As her friend, it was my duty to keep her safe. And that is how you two started this line of business? Precisely. <sighs> Shit. No, don't. Don't hurt them. You said they're good as long as they stay docile. Does them killing each other seem docile
8: to you? Instincts. Uh-huh. The bodies they possess might be dead animals, but they oh. still operate on instincts. <sighs> oh... Are you sure it's wise to just let them follow us like that? Well, you could waste your energy fighting them and hacking them to pieces. But as long as they don't attack us, there's no reason for us to waste our energies. They won't attack unless provoked. We have to focus on getting ready to a hospital. Fine. We should get moving again. Please, just a moment longer. Carrying a person is not as easy as it seems. We could switch if you want. As long as we can move on faster. Thanks, but... I'd rather have the person with weapons free to react at any given moment. Will
7: these also... restore themselves?
8: Possibly. Though their bodies might end up in different constellations than they used to be. Do
7: you know anything about how these things come to be? How they put themselves back together? I mean, if you tear one of them apart, which part of them is responsible for recreating their bodies? Possibly
8: all of them. All of them? As far as we could tell, anyway. One of my colleagues tried to study them, captured a few to do tests on them. He determined that even if you hack one into small bits, each bit will use material from its surrounding to recreate a body. However, if you hack the newly formed being into pieces, only the original part will form a new body. So this process is limited to those bits that belonged to the original Wilpertinger? Not quite. My colleague let one of the newly formed Volpies free with a chip to track it. After a few days, he captured it again and hacked it to pieces. And? This time, all of the new body parts reassembled their own bodies. Their circulatory system, maybe? We're not certain. We assume that it could have something to do with milk. Milk? He found that the only substance it had ingested since release was milk. Cow's milk? Goat? Its chemical components were closer to mother's milk. Hence, we assume that the biggest wolfie that has been sighted in recent years must be their mother. I see. There used to be far fewer of these wolfies around, you see. They were never a threat. Not usually, anyway. Ever since the creature we call their mother was sighted, the number has almost explosively increased. I see. Is their mother
7: also like them? Able to reassemble her body, I mean? We don't know. We've
8: never seen her. And then how do we recognize her? We have some descriptions from tourists that claim to have seen her, but the descriptions vary a lot. Some believe she has the body of a sow that nursed wolfies when she was sighted. Oh. Others claim she has the form of a wolf or bear, though how she came by such a body in this area is beyond me. But, and then there are those that, that claim she has taken part of a human body.
7: Oh, of course. Someone had to say that. If that's not even the best of it.
8: Whoopee! Some say that unlike regular Woolpies, she also has multiple heads. Oh,
3: of course. In
8: addition to whatever head she has, there are frequent mentions of a goat's head on her back. This is why we have dubbed her Chimera. Chimera. Wilda, you're awake. You have heard of the Chimera? Not this one, but I I know
3: mythology. But we don't have time for that. We have to hurry. Agreed. Let's get moving again. Something's agitating these things.
7: She's near. I can sense her. Sense who?
3: (sighs) Shit. Was that her? That was the howl I heard earlier. She's coming our way. How do you... uh... (sighs) Shit.
7: What are they doing? They're fleeing. That's it. We should too. No.
8: What do you mean, no? They're not fleeing. They're
3: walking toward their mother. Shit! chimera came crashing through the underbrush on two muscular legs. Wolf legs? Goat? I couldn't tell. After hearing Ingrid's descriptions, I-, I didn't know what to expect her to look like, but this certainly was not it. The best I could describe her as was a mixture of uh, minotaur, werewolf, and baphomet. Bipedal, feral tall, unnaturally tall for the animal parts she seemed to be made of, and immensely strong. One sweep of her large paw-like hand was enough to break the underbrush that stood in her path.
8: Oh god! Ingrid! Get up. I didn't think God, she... We have didn't. to run. Ingrid!
7: She's huge! Pull yourself together. Oh God. You said she isn't very fast. I need you to take Wilda and get out of here. No, I, I won't leave you behind. Shut up, Wilda. You don't get a say in any of this. Oh, God. Ingrid! Oh, God! Ingrid! Oh God. Shit! Ingrid! Riley, give me the gun and go with her. Shut up! We're in this together.
6: <laughs>
7: Riley, that doesn't do anything. I see that. Shit! On second thought, you take this. What about? Still got a machete. Uh, Try to drag yourself as far as you can. Only use the gun when you need to. I'll keep it distracted. You know how useless that is. She'll just come after me like all of the other creatures. What else am I supposed to do with you in this situation, Wilda? If you could still walk, maybe. The. Shit! It speaks.
6: no, no. <gasps> Riley! <clears throat> Riley! <laughs> no. no. Riley! No. no, 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 oh, no, 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 no! Stay we'll away! Well. What? You
2: are safe with me. Save?
3: You just knocked Riley out! You are safe with me.
6: You will
3: be well. You are not. You are hurt. I will help you. No! Don't come closer! I will help you. As my bullets went through her large, almost human-like paw without any effect, I decided to resort to cowardice. I tossed the gun aside and scrambled out of her reach Ready. as best as I could in my state anyway. No. It will all be over, quickly. Hold this. No. Needless to say, <laughs> that was a plan doomed to fail from its outset. No. Born of pure desperation. No. Scurrying, I looked over my shoulder. I saw her paw inching closer as time seemed to slow down. In the spaces between her outstretched fingers, I I saw something lay in front of the chimera's feet, milk from her lactating teats spilling over it. Was it Riley? Riley! Riley! Oh gods, was she going to turn Riley into one of them? I couldn't tell, couldn't see clearly. Then her entire paw filled my vision as she reached for me, for my splintered leg. I felt her furry hands wrap around my thigh, firm yet almost gently, while her other wrapped around my waist. I braced myself for what she was about to do next. A jolt of pain pierced through my body as I felt her jerk my leg from the socket. Before the full force of the pain could reach my nervous system, I gave in to the benevolent embrace of unconsciousness. Sunlight washed over me as I regained consciousness. I opened my eyes. It was early morning. Birds were chirping, crickets were singing. How was I still alive? My limbs, stiff from exhaustion and a night spent motionless on hard soil, I I noticed that the pain in my leg was gone. Had I just dreamt all that? I looked around, trying to get a sense of where I was. I lay in a clearing, spread across a patch of dew-wet moss covering the roots of an old and gnarly walnut tree. Looking up its trunk, I saw a squirrel. It watched me with curious eyes, normal black squirrel eyes. I sighed in relief. The squirrel flicked its tail at me and then spread its jaybird's wings and glided across the clearing to the next tree. no. A Wolpertinger. No. I watched its flight before my eyes were drawn to a dark silhouette in the grass, laying just a few paces beside me. It was Riley. Riley. Riley, wake up. She was unconscious, but breathing. Riley. At least we were both alive. I couldn't imagine what would have become of Gail if something had happened to either of us. But then, if this wasn't just a dream... I sat up in terror, frightened of what I would find instead of my leg. But before I had a chance to examine what had become of my body, I saw another dark figure lay at the end of my feet. Crumbled up in a heap of dark gray fur, wet with dew drops and concealed blood was the figure of the chimera.
6: Is she, is she dead?
3: One of her legs was gone, her right leg. I swallowed hard and looked down on myself. The chimera's leg was conjoined to my hip, milk still oozing out from the wound. I scrambled backwards, trying to get away from my own leg. So futile. Then, I noticed the squealing protest of two Wolpertingers clinging to me, sucking milk from my six teeth.
4: You have been listening to Wolpertingers
3: featuring Sarah Ray Warner as Wilma,
6: Heather Spiegel Auden as Riley, <laughs> Erica Sanderson as Ingrid, Beth. With additional animal noises provided by the cast and crew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Initial dialogue editing by Tanya Miloyevich. Mm. Sound has <sighs> by Sarah Baczynski. <laughs> mm. Music by Catherine Seaton.
8: <sighs> Directed by Sarah Golder. Squirrel Fog. <laughs> Written by Cassia Veliniki.
4: thanks go to Sarah Golding for bringing this wonderful group
2: of hangry bitches together. You'll
6: <laughs> be alright. <laughs>
1: You can check out the rest of the entries for 11th Hour over at 11thHourAudio.com, where you can hear such delights as Possessions by Casey Wayland, in which a boy struggles to leave his home as all his household possessions toy with his momentum, and Castle of Horror, an extremely goofy vampire story featuring Kareem Cronfly, Sarah Golding, and Layla Katib, who plays Clara in Victoriosity. God, they're all so good! You can find these and more at 11thHourAudio.com. Hey, thanks for bearing with me as I learned to stop worrying and love the scare this year. I'm still a work in progress. But I think I'm finally starting to recognize the pleasure of being tingly frightened. Thanks for listening, buds. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled program of features and interviews, but this was a delight while it lasted. Now I'm mostly settled in my new D.C. home, and I look forward to making actual use of my office, which I will need to treat for sound. More on this later. For now, credits. Our theme music is Danger Digi-Doo by DJ Stranger Danger. You can find his music on SoundCloud. Our line producer is Matthew Boudreau. Our interviews producer is Eli McElveen. Our associate producer is Sean Howard. Our researchers are Heather Cohen and Monique Boudreau. Our social media manager is James Oliva. Our executive producer is Fred Greenhound. I'm your host, David Reinstrom, and this has been Radio Drama Revival. All storytellers welcome.
0: comes to their kids dads don't have favorites when it comes to their tools they do and the home depot has every one of them top brands like makita and dewalt exclusive brands like ryobi husky and rigid even milwaukee with an m12 12 volt five tool kit now just 199 bucks today is the day for do it. and for dad with the best selection of his favorite tools only at the home depot more saving, more doing offer Valter through june 19th while supplies last Your old gas yard tools have met their match. Right now, the Home Depot has Father's Day
8: savings on the Ego 56-volt Cordless Trimmer and Blower Combo Kit, just $249. It has the performance of gas without the hassle. It's two powerful tools powered by a 56-volt lithium-ion battery platform, and right now, it's at a price no one can match. Today is the day for doing with the Ego Trimmer and Blower Combo, just $249, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing, while supplies last.